Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to The Come Up. This is Nell with Car here, and it's good to be back. Good to be back. It's been uh, about three weeks, two or three weeks now, uh, so it's good to be back. And today, we are going to talk about some of the systemic changes that we're seeing in uh, the country. A lot of things going on, but we're going to talk about some of the systemic, mostly economic changes that we're seeing. There's a lot going on. And uh, we just want to make sure that our community is prepared for what's going on. We want to make sure that we see clearly, we're being observant, and we see clearly what's going on, and we get prepared for what's going on. So, let's get started. Well, the first big change that I'm seeing is we're seeing a currency uh, devaluation. And what specifically what we're, we're, what we're seeing, and you can see this everywhere you go, you can see it in places like Walmart, Meijer, pretty much everywhere you go, you are seeing these cashless signs. And for me, what, so what that means, you know, these stores are, there's really this disincentive to carry cash. Well, we have a coin shortage going on, so that's a start right there. Um, the U.S. government is short in coins, so, you know, that's... that's yeah, well, and there is that coin uh, shortage, but, yeah, I, I mean, it was interesting going to shop, uh, the self-checkout lines at Walmart all had uh, no cash. So all of the self-checkout lines are no cash lines. And, you know, they come out with this new digital card that you can just hold up to the screen mm -hmm. and it just automatically just takes the money out of your account so yeah and and and, and and you are exactly you're and you're seeing the government sort of incentivize uh, these large retail corporations to not accept cash and to they're they're helping society sort of you know move to this cashless place and it's going to be very interesting because once we, 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 we get there, and I think we were all, we were going to get there, we were already moving in that direction, but I think, I think we're going to be there in the next, uh, I don't know, two to five years, probably before, before five years, we're going to be in a cashless society where the government is totally in control and can totally track everything that you spend money on. So I know you um, follow the market and stuff, so... How, you know, this idea you came about that this is going to be taking place in the next three to six months? Well, I wouldn't say that we're moving to a cashless society in the next uh, three to six months. But I, I think that we're moving in that direction. I think we'll be completely, I think <clears throat> there is going to be a segment of the population, a large segment of the population that is completely cashless in the next two to three years. And okay. so we, what we could have, we could have like a two-tiered economic system where there's the old economy and the new economy. Okay. And where cash is really devalued, and so you can't buy as much. A dollar doesn't stretch as far as it does today. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you're gonna have digital currency that is more valuable than cash. And so it's almost going to be like this, uh, this, this legal market, like a 
cash is going to be like almost like a black market okay. situation where you know people are almost dealing in cash illegally. It's not illegal, but you know what I mean. It's it's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting. I see it's moving in that direction. So more the digital, the government has more control. Is that what you're? Yeah, I saying? think you think about it. I mean, if if currency is digital, the government totally control. They know what you're spending money on, so they can, you know, digit digitally deposit money into your account. They can expire money in your in your account. They can they can uh, this in, they, they they can give incentives. Right, and and they can punish you for I don't know maybe not taking the vaccine or something like that. Maybe that's a, and some people may hear that and think, wow, that's that's kind of wild. But I, I could see something like that happening. Well, I can see what you're saying because even with this second set of stimulus that they're trying to get out to people, they're trying to see if it can be digital on a card more. So I think that's the way the government could. Yeah, you know, I, I think, monitor what the people are using it for, and if it's really building the economy and or not. So, yeah, I I, yeah. I think uh, you know when you have a digital currency, you talk about Big Brother watching you, right? I think the government is totally monitor can totally monitor everything with cash. You can spend money and no one knows what you're spending money on, but when everything is digital. Everything is tracked. Yes, that and is so true. every there's going to be this huge component of government that tracks every little thing you do, and so you know, I, I just see us moving in that direction a lot faster than uh, with the coronavirus. Coronavirus has sped up a lot of things that were already going to happen. This was already, I think, was already going to happen, and we're going to see it happening a lot sooner. Probably in the, like I said, in the next three to two to three years, really. And just another thing, just um, to piggyback a little bit on what you're saying, I think one of the other major changes that we're going to see is that everyone's going to be shopping online because mm -hmm. here come the holidays coming up. And the biggest holiday of all is Black Friday. So I think most retail are directing everyone to spend online, which is digital because mm -hmm. you're using credit cards and you're using electronic debit cards to make purchase you're not using cash so that's another you know it's not like what you're talking about but it's you know similar it's going to be digital everything will be paid for through a card so yeah i mean it goes hand in hand it goes hand in hand uh with what i'm saying yeah exactly everything is going to be digital tracked we are in we're moving into a different realm uh where at our every move is going to be tracked. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And, you know, kind of connected with that, I foresee us, the next kind of big thing that I see in, in, in the near future, in the very near future, talk about three, I think you mentioned three to six months. I think we're going to see this in the next three to six months. It's got to happen. And that is a universal income. Uh, Similar to what we saw, you know, a few months ago with the stimulus, I think that was a twelve hundred dollar check or something. I think every every American who's not already retired and getting a pension or getting a Social Security is going to receive a, 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 an income from the government, 
And I, I, you, you know this is going to happen because you look at the uh, high unemployment rate. I mean, we're looking at 30-plus percent of, of people who are unemployed throughout the country. So would you say that's for that's probably going to be for a couple of years? Yeah. Or is that something that you it's think gonna, is going to yeah. be a long-term or short-term? I think it's going to be at least for a couple of years until the economy totally stabilizes, until people are... Uh, feeling confident that they can go about their daily lives in a healthy way, you know, obviously a lot of that's going to depend on when the vaccine comes out and how um, effective it is, right? But I think until that happens, because you, you just think about it, look at, look at the second largest industry, uh, you know, in our country, and that's the, the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, that you know, outside of healthcare, I think healthcare is the largest industry. Yeah, employs the largest number of people. The restaurant industry is second, right behind health healthcare. Mm-hmm. And half of the people, half of the people that worked in the restaurant industry are unemployed. And so, without a vaccine that gives people confidence, that's you know, that's effective, people are not going to you know, go to restaurants. And so these restaurants are not going to reopen. And I know a lot of restaurants have opened, but, and, and it looks like, I know when you drive by, you see these long lines sometimes. Look like they're busy. And it looks like they're busy, but you got to remember restaurants, for those who don't know, I mean, restaurants are high. In order to be successful as a, as a restaurant owner, it requires high volume. And in many cases, you know, their profit margins are super super thin you're looking at maybe six to eight percent for a very high-end restaurant maybe ten percent but the profit margins are very very slim so they have to do a lot of volume in order to 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 do well in order to survive really and um i'm kind of curious about their volume now especially for the sit-down restaurant they only allow like 50 percent you know capacity in there so if that restaurant used to um, hold 200 people, mm-hmm. now they can only have probably 75 or even 100, and See, I think, that's it. Right. I think that the restaurants that are open are the restaurants that successfully got the federal loans, right? And so they can the loans bridge the gap, help them to, I mean, they subsidize their income. And so the income that they've lost the revenue that they've lost from customers the loan is sort of fill the gap but for those who did not successfully uh, get a loan or didn't get enough or whatever they're, they're never gonna they're not going to be able to come back and survive and so like I said we're not just talking about these little little small rest we're talking about some that are pretty pretty big restaurants that are not and some big chains mm-hmm. that are not going to either survive or for those who've already closed their doors they're never going to reopen their doors mm-hmm. and so for the people who've worked there in that industry what happens right there these are people who are the ones who make up the 30 percent of people who uh, are behind in their rent and when i say behind on their rent these are over there are over 30 percent of renters who are over two months behind on their rent Right, and over thirty percent of mortgage holders in America are over two months behind on their mortgage. So, you know, obviously, we we most of us have heard about the the uh, rent moratorium. Uh, 
right? And the uh, uh, foreclosure moratorium where you know landlords can't kick people out and banks can't foreclose on, on mortgages. But that's going to be lifted in the next uh, three months, two or December. Three, yeah, in the next three months, yeah. in December. And so when that happens, there's going to be an economic freefall if there isn't this universal income or something to bridge the gap. Because, you know, I, I said without a vaccine that gives people confidence, and I don't know that that's going to happen right away, uh, people aren't going to be able to make ends meet. And if you can't make ends meet, there's a free fall. The economy just falls. And so that's one of the things that I see happening, one of the major, you know, major changes. And who would have, who would have thought, right, in America where capitalism is so central that we would see a universal income? But we're probably going to be looking at a universal income in the next uh, three to six months. And it doesn't matter who gets elected. This isn't, you know based on Joe Biden getting elected or Trump getting reelected, it, it really won't matter. That universal income will, it, 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 it's going to happen regardless of who's elected. So I think we're going to be, we're going to see that. And then, you know, <clears throat> in terms of another major thing in terms of uh, what we do, like where you, or what you do with your money, Right, and I, I talked about how the dollar we're, we're, it looks like the government is trying to phase out cash and move us into a digital currency uh, place. I think you know for those who are looking and 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 and, and think we're we're in a zero interest rate environment, right? Yeah. And yeah. so so I mean, you work at the bank, you know that. In a zero interest rate environment, there's a total disincentive to invest, or, or or not to invest, but to save money. So you pretty much have to invest. You pretty much have to be uh, in the stock market. You got to invest or invest in currencies or something. So you have to be an investor to make money now. And so one of the another thing that I see happening is, you know, the stock and people think the stock market is bound to crash. I don't. I don't see that happening. Not. Not right now. I don't. I, I don't mean, see that happening. I don't think that the stock market yeah. is going to crash anytime soon. I don't think. I think that's probably the best place that's paying the best interest right now. Right. Is the and, stock and market. And I'm going to. And, and uh, in the next uh, week, we're going to come back and talk about some good places to invest, uh, some good stocks. But yeah, I don't see how the stock market how. And we know that it's artificially propped up, right? We know that when you look at the fundamentals, uh, because these companies that are publicly traded on the stock market, on the different exchanges, they are not immune to what's going on in the, in the economy, right? So we know that these, these are really almost like zombie companies that are being artificially propped up and without uh, government loans and you know, without these, these loans, they would fail, but they can't. But but they're not going to fail, because we we we. I mean, the economy can't take this this ripple of. I mean, we 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 would not be able to survive if the government didn't artificially keep them propped up. So, uh, yeah, I think investing in the stock market is going to be a very uh, 
smart thing to do over the next couple of years if you're looking to really earn some money. And, you know, honestly, I don't think when you look at what's getting ready to happen with the universal, if this, if this happens, I, I don't see why it wouldn't. But if we get a universal income, uh, I don't think a lot of, and a lot of people think that the real estate market is going to collapse, right? Um, kind of like in 08. I don't see that happening. I don't think we can allow that to happen. And so the while the commercial real estate market will collapse, and that's just based on people working differently, right? And so a lot of the bigger companies are going to get from under these commercial leases and you know, we're already seeing that happen. Yeah, and that's going to continue to happen. Technology changing. Yeah, and people are working out from that home. that you can work from home. And or, still be productive yeah. and efficient. And so companies... Actually more productive because you have more time. A lot of companies, you know, take that extra hour that you probably would have traveled to work. Now they put that in on your actual schedule at home, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah, and comp so companies have had, what, six months or so to see just how effective people are working from home. And I think what they're finding is uh, they're not, they're, 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 they're not, I mean, they're, as a, they're just as effective. Yep. They're not bad. Yep. They're not bad at all. People are doing a good job working from home. Yep. They're not slacking off. They're being very productive. Yeah, they're not uh, wasting time or slacking off. They're That's doing their job from home. Yeah. That's why a lot of companies are not going back until next year because they're seeing that the employees are performing outstanding at home. And if they can get that kind of performance from them, then, you know, like you said, why lease a building? Right. When you can have an employee give, you know, give employee a choice to either stay at home or why lease a big building when you could lease right. a you're gonna, you're smaller gonna see, office companies are still yeah. going to maintain a space but it, it, things are going to be very very different i think a lot of the commercial spaces will be converted to residential spaces and other spaces uh we'll probably see some unique things that nobody's even thought of right now but yeah those spaces will be converted but the commercial as I, I would not encourage anybody to be to to, to, to uh, you know uh, really uh, invest in commercial real estate at this point, right? You you don't, you don't want to be too heavy in the you don't want to be too heavy in the commercial real estate space right now. You don't want to be uh, too heavy in that space. I would say, but I would say investing in residential real estate is is that 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 that's gonna be safe. And another thing, you know, we didn't plan on talking about it, but like telemedicine, um, I remember a lot of people never really thought about doing a virtual appointment with a doctor, but that seemed to be a change that has taken place since COVID, that a lot more that's doctors big. are that, on that's, the teller. That's, that's going to be um, very big. Medicine, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can call in either, um, you know, during COVID, a lot of doctors rather doing online appointments with you virtually right. versus you coming into their office. And, you know, instead of you going to the hospital, you know, the doctor could call you and schedule a virtual appointment. Right. So that is like top of the list right now. I mean, a lot of um, insurance companies are paying for that. So I think that's the change that 
and you for know, major change that took place companies and this gets 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 kind of gets into a, almost an investment discussion but you know for the companies who are facilitating that there's going to be good investments yes because i said you know every you know things are the way that people are running their businesses healthcare included will change and there's going to be just more and more tele uh, consulting medical consulting so uh yeah that's going to be big but yeah those are a couple of major changes uh that i'm seeing that we're seeing uh that have really just kind of expedited i i i knew these things would eventually happen but i think you know we're going to see these things happen you know with the income i think a universal income is going to be that that'll be a reality here probably in the next three to six months. Well, that universal income stuff had happened in other countries, in the European countries. I mean, Canada is a part of that. Well, they started like a couple weeks after the COVID. Mm -hmm. Their people were getting money monthly to help their economy. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the other countries that... Was, See, because, in, you know, in, Spain in, in, in and in America, other countries, yeah. We're, a lot of what makes us go is consumption. We have to have people spending money, right? And, and it's not even about giving them money to just to have, you can't just give people money and have them save it. They've gotta have money and spend it. That is what makes America go. Yes. Uh, and, you know, that's a part of zeroing out the interest rates. You know, that's why, if people don't have an incentive to save money anymore when you're getting zero interest on your money you're actually losing money we know uh, uh, most goods and services inflate by two percent a year so if you're saving money and earning nothing and everything is you know increasing by two percent the cost of everything you know you're losing in the end so most people are going to spend money and again if you're going to invest money uh, you do want to be in the stock market or in residential real estate or, and I didn't really talk a lot about this, but currency is well, going to be a major play. Well, let's save all that for our next um, podcast. You, yeah, we can, talk, we, can talk about, we can talk about <laughs> currency and I'll just yeah. throw this uh, little You're the financial thing guy, out so. there. And that is that, uh, you know, for all those who thought that cryptocurrency was... Kind of this illegitimate form of uh, currency, this illegitimate currency, uh, not anymore, not anymore. Uh, there, there, for for those that kind of follow cryptocurrency, there is going to be a cryptocurrency bank, Kraken, uh, that is chartered by the the federal government. The feds have chartered it, and so, you know, for those out there who are looking to uh, get you can do your banking in cryptocurrency. You can have a checking account. You can do wire transfers. You can do pretty much everything that you can do at your local Chase or Comerica or whatever bank at this Kraken bank. And so the feds are opening the door. They have essentially legitimized, wholeheartedly legitimized uh, this bank. And so I think we're, we're going to start seeing, uh, and I, I think initially, just like with everything, you're going to see the 
techies, the risk takers, the uh, you know, kind of the you know the high risk types, the the really smart tech types, uh, move into this space. For, they'll be the first ones to really like they've always. I mean, they're always the first ones to really move on things. But we, you know, I'm 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 optimistic that we will begin to. Um, really look at cryptocurrency and not be afraid of this. Everything changes. We, that's what we've been talking about for the past 10 or 15 minutes. The major changes. I don't think anybody saw uh, just a year ago. Uh, I don't think anybody would, 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 in a serious way, talk about a universal income in America. Now we're, we're, we're pretty seriously looking at a universal income in America. It's going to happen, I'm pretty sure. Well, COVID changed a lot of things. So. And, 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 and Exactly. It sped up everything. And I don't think anyone seriously thought that we would be pretty close to a cashless society. And we are moving in that direction. That's not going to happen as fast, but we're turning the corner and moving. I think we are conditioning. When you start to see you know, signs everywhere, not accepting cash, not accepting cash, that is a form of conditioning. You are conditioning the public to not carry cash. And, and, and so you gotta, we gotta be observant. We gotta be able to see the writing on the wall when you, and, and, and it's clear, it's, it's clear that there's a disincentive now to carry cash. And so we already know when, when you start, when the government starts to disincentivize the public, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna fall in line. So, that so, was a mouthful, but anyway, yeah. we are going to come back so, with yeah. something good for you yeah. in the next think, couple weeks. Think about some of the things that we've discussed. Uh, prepare. This is about being prepared. This is about, you know, uh, being prepared so that you don't get caught, you know, blind, not knowing. And, you, you know, I mean, you got, you, in terms of, uh, in, in terms of investing, you don't want to be the last one in the market, right? You don't want to be the one uh, still waiting, going, wait, I, you know, I thought the market was going to crash. I know it's going to crash. I know it's going to crash. I know it's going to crash when everyone else has made a killing in the market uh, because of what the things that I've just mentioned. And you don't want to be the last one in cryptocurrency uh, when... I've just discussed how our current currency is being devalued. And I just discussed how, why it's being devalued, the reasons why. And so you don't want to be this traditionalist, it's this, this person who's afraid of change. Embrace change, see it for what it is, move on it and benefit from it. That's, that's what this discussion is all about. So. Well, thank you again for listening to us. We are trying to get this information out to exactly. you. Exactly. We look forward to and talking to you guys in the near future. So stay tuned.